Welcome to the LaughSpin.com podcast. Well, hello there, and welcome back to the LaughSpin podcast. My name is Mike, along with Dylan Godino, LaughSpin editor-in-chief. Hey, buddy. Hey, how are you, sir? I'm great. I'm, uh, I'm back. I'm back from vacation. Yeah, how was it? Where'd you go, buddy? We went to I mean, I know where you went, but I'm making believe like You're making believe we didn't. I know. don't. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we went to Ireland, which yeah. was uh, which was phenomenal. It was a magical land. Have you ever been to Ireland? Have you ever been to a magical I, land? I have. Uh, I've watched Lord of the Rings a lot. Yeah, that is. Does it that, looked like does that. that is, that's pretty much it. Yeah, it looked a lot like that actually. Very green, a lot of walking. We did it. We did it. Yeah. We climbed a mountain. We surfed. We went swimming. We uh, drank beer, a lot of it, very fresh beer from the Guinness Brewery in a secret bar. Really? Yeah. What they, makes it see? What makes it secret? That it was hidden in a wall. <laughs> I'm that not tourists, even... that tourists can go to? No, no, I did, dude. It was like a super secret tour that we went. We went on like a VIP tour. It was amazing. How they, did you get that? Uh, I know somebody. <laughs> You know somebody? I know somebody that works for the company that markets Guinness. <laughs> I see. And they got me this super secret VIP tour, which literally the guy, like, swiped a card against a wall and opened a secret door into this private bar where it was us and another couple and the bartender, and he just sat and talked about Guinness for about an hour and a half, and we had about four <laughs> beers. I'm not even kidding, bro. It was the most amazing thing ever. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Yeah, bruh. It was sweet, bruh. <laughs> then I totally hit on his girlfriend. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, put on my muscle well, that's, shirt. <laughs> that's that's good. I'm glad. I'm I'm actually headed tomorrow. We're headed down to uh, LBI in New Jersey. Oh yeah. And I'm I'm. Uh, I really hate the beach. You don't seem like a beach guy. <laughs> no. You do not seem like a beach guy whatsoever. <laughs> I'm not. You, I'm sort of I'm dreading it. Yeah. Yeah. You seem more like a Oh man. What is like what what's your vacation? Like you seem like a like a you know, read a book that, in a park guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that that's means pretty close at all. That's pretty that's pretty close. You know, it's funny. I was I was thinking about just an, an hour or so ago about how horrible it is that I'm not looking forward to this and I should be looking forward to it. Yeah. And I said to myself, well, w would you be happy doing anything, Dylan? Yeah. And, and I was trying to think and I, and I, I mean, I came up with very, <laughs> I came up with very little. Yeah. You seem I, like I, a, like, leave me alone kind of, kind of guy. Like I'm good yeah. by myself. That's my vacation. I en yeah, I enjoy, um, I enjoy hotel hotels a lot. You do. I, I'd rather, yeah, I do. I'd rather go to like a city. I'd rather go to, you know, like San Francisco and just hang out and maybe eat food, uh -huh. like eat some good, eat some good food yeah, and just like sleep and like wander around. And, you know, if I don't feel like, you know, dealing with people, just staying in my room. You ever do, have you ever like, what's the last city you went to? A new, new city you visited with your family or just with your wife? Oh my God! Well, I mean, 
probably San Francisco before you know the kids were born. San, okay, so San Francisco. My first my my first child was actually conceived in San Francisco. Nice. There you go. <laughs> you left your virginity in San Francisco, boy. <laughs> what? <laughs> Here it comes. Here's a knee slap. Uh, no. So did you like? you know, taking in the culture doing, did you do touristy things when you're in San Francisco? We, absolutely. We did, uh, we did like the, the, the kind of hacky touristy stuff, yeah. uh, which we really enjoyed, but we did, you know, we also, uh, my wife and I, we, we just like kind of like walk around and we're cool with that and just, you know, getting food and hanging out and, you know, we drove, um, I feel like we drove like inland a little bit, yeah. like to the, to the, like the forest, like, you know, we did like a hike or something. Sure. Um, so yeah, that, I mean, that was, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. You do not seem like a beach guy. You seem like, no. you seem like you're the <laughs> most miserable person on a beach possible <laughs> you, tell. you know I'm, I'm very insecure about my body so i don't want to like be in a place where it's like yeah yeah you know yeah i have to i have to like i don't i'm not like that like uh, i i'm not like those 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 fat dudes and i mean not that i'm fat but like i'm not like those like pale fat guys who are like totally cool with mowing their lawn yeah. without a shirt without a shirt on love those guys like fucking they're gross fucking owning it <laughs> They are no. on a, they are getting mulch clippings on, under their underfolds. <laughs> they just do not give a shit. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm gonna have some chicken and I'll wash off in the pool. Burr. <laughs> <laughs> they don't fucking care, man. I love those guys. Where do you where do you get that confidence? Uh, I don't know, I, man. I, I want that confidence. Yeah. Well, you'll be a man someday, Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I, I guess we should talk about comedy. We should probably do that. It's, I, I have to tell you something. Tell you uh, yeah. about a show that I very, <laughs> very publicly, right here on this show, live, live TiVo'd, live put in my TiVo, um, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that was fucking Axe Cop on on Fox, the new cartoon that's on the uh, Fox Animation Domination uh, High Definition, the ADHD, if you will. Um, right. It's uh, it's. It's Axe Cop. It's the it's the cartoon that was based on a comic written, uh, created by a five year old and and then drawn by his twenty eight year old or twenty nine year old brother. Um, phenomenal. Nick Offerman, Ken Marino, uh, like half the cast of Breaking Bad is in it. It's just it's <laughs> it's you know does the voices and stuff. Fucking awesome. Uh, my favorite line so far has been uh, where uh, Army Chihuahua is the name. <laughs> One guy who he turns into a chihuahua when he's ready to fight. That's the, that's the. <laughs> right, except he's always a chihuahua. Why? Because he's always ready to he's, fight. He's always ready to fight. <laughs> but my favorite was, my favorite line so far was when he was a man, when he was, because he wasn't always a chihuahua, but when he, right, when he right. was a man, he gets a phone call and he answers the phone. Hello? What? A war? I'll be right there. <laughs> Dude, the whole thing is great, and I swear to God, I was completely sober watching this, and I laughed my balls off. So I can just imagine what the stoners late night love will love Axe Cop, and uh, <laughs> yeah, you have to you have to check it out. But uh, but yeah, I TiVo'd it live here on this show, which is which is why I 
I stress, I've always stressed how awesome TiVo is because you can do that on a fly. You hear about something awesome, boom, TiVo it right then and there. I got my brand new free TiVo that uh, DirecTV just like, they were like, yeah, you've been a great customer. Here's a free TiVo. And I was like, thank you, DirecTV. Where may I kiss you? <laughs> um, they gave me a free TiVo. It's fucking phenomenal. If you don't know what TiVo is, I mean, there's a lot of, uh, you know, imitators out there they're, they're called dvrs or they're called blah 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 whatever they're called they're called the hoppers or the bop boppers or the blippers or what i sound like bill cosby all of a sudden the hopping and the bopping and the bippin uh <laughs> but uh but tivo's the original the one and only it's the it's it's the best one and they have all these new things now because like you know like you said everybody's tr like i said everybody's trying to compete with them so they're they're bringing in their own uh, th their own kind of uh, technology, but TiVo is just one up with them every time. I mean, now you can uh, you can find any movie or show any anywhere you want. Uh, Netflix, Hulu Plus, Amazon, YouTube—they're all just like normal channels on your TV now because TiVo puts them there because they're because TiVo's fucking amazing. It's just the greatest thing ever. Um, TiVo Stream—you can watch the stuff on your iPad, all over your house, or even transfer the recordings and take them with you. I, we took a couple with us on the plane. Um, when we went to our honeymoon it, to Ireland, it was amazing. It was great. We didn't we didn't really need to catch up on anything. Uh, we you know, and plus it also kept me uh, calm and <laughs> and uh, at ease because I'm not the best flyer in the world. So it was good because I'm not. I'm a little scared. I'm a little bit of a baby. And uh, but TiVo helped me. TiVo saved me, guys. TiVo saved my wow. life. Wow. Yeah, it was great because it distracted me and, and and I got to watch all my favorite shows. Um, and get this, because TiVo is so awesome, they're offering $25 off a new TiVo Premiere P4 or XL4 DVR if you use the promo code ATC for all things comedy, our podcast comedy network, ATC on their site, TiVo.com. Throw that in and you get $25 off a brand new TiVo. Uh, you got to get it. You got to get it if you don't have it. Right now, you're you're missing out, man. You're missing out. You can go live your life, and then when things are boring and you just want to lay around, and if you want to be me and go surfing and go rock climbing and go mountain climbing and stuff, that's fine because TiVo is there. And then when you want to be Dylan and be a shut-in and be home, you can go and sit and watch <laughs> all of your TiVo shows. <laughs> so TiVo makes TV about a thousand times better. It's amazing. So, all right, that's it. That's my pitch for today. <laughs> Well, well done, Mike. All right, so let's talk about some things that are on the LastBin.com site. You have uh, some great stuff going on on the Just for Laughs uh, festival. Some coverage from that. You had a uh, an ace reporter on the scene. Was that right? We did. Yeah, Emma Cat Richardson was there, and uh, she filed uh, a, a truckload of uh, reviews and, and recaps of the things going on in Montreal. So head on over to laughspin.com to see, uh, to see all that good stuff. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff going on this year. So, uh, so definitely catch up with that. Uh, you got a, a little interview with Paul Shear, um, mm -hmm. interview with Nikki Glazer. Uh, also the last spin channel on Pandora, pandora.com. If you use Pandora, you can sign, you can uh, search out last spin on that. And we have a brand new channel right there on Pandora. You listen to some great comedians. It it's true. Curated by yours truly, Mike. Yeah, dude. That's great. That is really, really cool. So yeah, you could you could either go to Pandora.com and just type in Laughspin or you could bookmark Pandora.com slash Laughspin. Boom. Done. Easy. 
Um, let's see what else. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you've heard about this, but Marin has been renewed for a second season, 13 episodes. And you got an interview exclusively with Mark about that on LaughSpin.com. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. We, uh, I talked to Mark uh, just a few hours after IFC announced that they renewed it for a second season. The first season was only 10 episodes, so they've increased mm. it by three, which is great. Uh, so Mark talked to me a little bit about uh, what you might expect for season two and you can check that out on the on last spin as well how excited was he he was pretty excited yeah he was happy yeah absolutely i mean that seems like a that seems like a big win for him yeah i mean i think he knew it was coming i had been keeping in touch with him so uh he knew i think uh you, you know that it was gonna get re-upped there was just you know probably a bunch of red tape that needed to get figured out mm. sure but he's happy that's awesome. That's awesome. So, so hear all about that on Last Spin. And, um, and lastly, a little bit of audio we're going to play for him right now, but you can hear the whole thing. Um, the keynote speech at Just for Laughs every year kind of gets a little bit of uh, publicity. Uh, Patton Oswalt had a really good one. And this year, Colin Quinn gave a keynote speech at uh, the Just for Laughs Festival. And here is a little piece of it right now. Now, club owners, if you keep uh, club, I don't even know if they're all club owners here, but if they're all club owners, you can't keep hiring crowd-pleasing hacks. Don't get panicked looks on your faces when somebody's doing a new bit for three minutes that doesn't kill every night and go, I think there's a problem. It's not a problem. It's part of the fucking process. You're architects of your own destruction. You hire hacks. You take care. You make sure the five people that are heckling get taken care of, those drunks, not the 150 people that are horrified by these five people ruining the show so they can't hear the comedian. That's a good way to run a business. That's going to fucking last. It just, it's been bugging me for a long time, obviously, but I'm just saying, you're chasing people out of your clubs every time you let these fucking idiots. All right, now on to managers and agents. Managers and agents, first of all, telling people they need more Twitter followers is not management advice. Some kid giving, you know. That's not guiding a career right there. People can't get more fucking Twitter followers. It doesn't work like that. You can't get, you know what I mean? They're calling up friends and they, it's pathetic. You might as well be a fucking stockbroker calling up your family, trying to get them in goddamn business. Could you follow me? So my manager will send me on for fucking, you know. But the truth is, here's what I'm realizing about managers and agents. We know we need you. you we can't function without you. We couldn't all have gotten up here without you. The minute that flight got canceled yesterday, everyone just stood and fucking... <laughs> We're not very, you know, functional people. And we have a sick relationship with you. I acknowledge there's two sides to this shit. We're not the easiest people. With managers and agents, we're like the jealous, possessive psycho. You know, you bring us bad news, we explode and blame you. It's like that boyfriend that's psychotic. If you, if you say somebody else, you're thinking of working with somebody else, we might get violent. There you go, Colin Quinn with his keynote speech for, at the Just for Laughs Festival. Um, and, yeah, I, I, love the, uh, I, I love the way he kind of bounces around. He bounced around in this from all aspects of comedy, not just, you know, where, whether it comes to the comedians or the writers, but he kind of he went over to, you know, the club owners and uh, the managers and everything like that, just kind of... Keeping everybody abreast of, you know, I guess keeping everybody in check. In check, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, very, very, very cool. And that's uh, the whole audio uh, from that speech is on lastbin.com right now. All right. You want to get some comedy news? Let's sir? do it. Comedy news. All righty. New Lewis Black special, Old Yeller. 
is going to be broadcast live. This is the first time this is being done. This is amazing, dude. Tell me a little bit. About yeah, this is this is very exciting. You know, George Carlin, uh, he's the first guy off the top of my head that, uh, you know, I could use an example. He used to do it every two years. He used to do a live broadcast uh, for HBO uh, every mm. two years. He had his new special. So Louis Black is doing that, except here's the twist. It's a pay-per-view situation, and wow. you don't need – it's it's – it's going across you could go to laughsman and we've listed all the the providers but i mean it's basically everybody you know if you have fios or xfinity or time warner or cablevision or you know there's direct tv like i have yeah direct tv dish i mean it's it's going to be a pay-per-view thing as of this recording i don't know how much it's going to cost but i mean it's it's pretty incredible he's gonna he's gonna be doing it live august 24th from Atlantic City, I'm actually going to see if I can get some tickets to that. Ah, um, I'm, yeah. I'm sure it's sold out, but you know, you know, I I know yeah, people. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um. So um. Yeah. So 9:30 August 24th. It's called Lewis Black Old Yeller Live from the Borgata, and yeah, it's a pay-per-view thing. It's so the entire country is going to be able to see this thing live as Lewis is on stage. That's incredible. That's great. Because and no, nothing, comedy is like nothing else. Um, and live, especially when you get to see it, you know, you really get to see how it all works and how it all gets put together. And you know, yeah. and, and it's you know, it's great. It's 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 a great great concept. And uh, good luck to Lewis because that's gotta be a little nerve wracking too at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking of specials, HBO sets the premiere date for Sarah Silverman's new special. She hasn't had uh, she hasn't had a special out since what 2005. Yeah, Jesus's Magic uh, was the last thing she she put out. Wow. Yeah. So here we go. What's uh, what's on the docket for this one? Sarah Silverman, We Are Miracles. It's called. So HBO is gonna drop it on November twenty third, <laughs> Saturday, November twenty third. Okay. Um, we will eventually have some previews up on the site. But for now, that's all I can tell you. November 23rd, new Sarah Silverman special on HBO. Beautiful. Uh, here's the marking this in the no surprise department. Dave Chappelle breaking ticket sales records. Uh, he did a little bit of a performance. He did a performance, uh, one show, at the Just for Laughs Comedy Festival in Montreal. Well, he, no, no, no. He was scheduled. Well, he, was he was scheduled at, for one show. At first, yeah. he was scheduled to do one show, and they right, sold out like in less than a minute. Right, exactly, which, which should be no surprise. Right. Uh, everybody's been chomping at the bit to see this guy up on stage again. So one show quickly turned into many, and uh, nine more shows were added to be exact. And by the end of the week, the, uh, by the end of the festival on Sunday, Chappelle showed over 14,000 tickets, breaking a 31-year-old festival record for most tickets sold. Uh, unbelievable. I mean, this guy, again... Been chomping at the bit for this guy to to hit the stage. So many people have, and this should come at no surprise. And now he's got the, and then after that he's got the uh, the Oddball Comedy and Curiosity Festival. Who, uh, which um, I know a lot of people have been talking about. Yeah. So I have no like I just from my circle of friends I've heard it multiple times. Hey, here Chappelle's going to be at PNC. Hey, you know because that's the place that he's going to be at in our area. Yep. And so forth. Um. Tickets for that are almost sold out. I, uh, just about. I think there's like lawn seats left. Uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be it's it's gonna be huge. I I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of these uh, once the word gets out a little bit more and once we get a little closer and the the you know the uh, PR machine starts rolling, this thing is gonna be monstrous as well. 
Yeah, agreed. And then you, what's uh, what's this a little little tag at the end here? You throw a little teaser at us at the end. Of this little about Chris Rock. Oh, oh, that's been yeah. I mean, that's been bandied about for years now that Chris Rock and and Dave Chappelle might go on tour. So, I mean, you know, I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. Chris Rock is is currently filming a movie in mm-hmm. New York with a bunch of people. Yeah. Um, so I don't, you know, I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon, but you know, it's, it's one of those things, you know, they showed up at the the comedy cellar a few months ago together. And nice. before that there were rumors and you know, who knows? So maybe at some point Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle will go on tour. Cool. But for now you can try to get your tickets for the oddball comedy and curiosity festival, August 23rd through September 22nd, Jeff Ross, Al Madrigal, Dimitri Martin, Hannibal Buress, just to name a few. There's going to be a whole bunch of, uh, and, uh, of course the flight of the Concords as well. Also co-headlining right. with Dave Chappelle. Uh, all right. From Chappelle to another legend, Patrice O'Neill has a new album that is going to be, re- be released. His second posthumous album released on August 20th. Uh, what do you have to say about this one, sir? So this, it's called, uh, simply titled Unreleased. You could listen to uh, a, a preview track on Laughspin as well as the full track listing. It's there. So this was his first posthumous album. Uh, it was called Mr. P. And that was actually, that was, you know, while he was alive, that was already in motion. So mm. it just, so it wasn't supposed to be an, an after death album. Mm. So uh, that was recorded at the DC Improv over the, the course of a few nights. So that's what Mr. P was. Um, a few months after that, they released a 20-minute single called Better Than You, which was also taken from those set of shows. And now, this album that we're talking about now, um, that's coming out August 20, 20th, is, again, pieces that were not used from his string of shows at the DC Improv. Um, I listened to the the whole thing already. A lot, it's really interesting because it does, obviously it does have you know, polished material on it and jokes that uh, he prepared. But a lot of it is crowd work. There's Mm. a lot of crowd work. And um, it's just it's just really interesting to see, you know, uh, how Patrice worked with the crowd and and how, you know, how he just analyzes strangers. And uh, we're going to hear a little track. We're going to hear a track now. And you'll you'll actually hear some of that in this. Look like you're having a really good time, man. Really friendly. What's the matter, sweetie? You see, I'm talking to you, and I'm not fr- afraid of like big black bitch attitude. It don't scare me. You hear what she says? She dipped her nuggets, right? That's what scared white people. You talking to me, nigga? That shit don't scare me. You want no chicken? No, I don't want no chicken. Shut your ass up. Guess what? We gonna be fucking later. Cause that's how you pick up black women. You curse the bitch out and then you love her. You must want chicken. 
Indian nigga. That's why you pay attention to my motherfucking <laughs> fucking with you, huh? You're not playing. I saw your titties and I thought that was the best way to come over and introduce myself. I saw your titties too, honey. You a fat nigga with titties. I can't wait to fuck you, man. I can't wait. I'ma fuck the shit out you. They got scared of your monkey ass. I'm fucking... Yeah, you I don't give a fuck, nigga. I will come correct. Your pussy ain't different from nobody else's. I'm just gonna do this to your goofy click. And you be like, all I need is some more chicken and that finger rubbing my face. like you. You bet you a good woman, man. I'll talk to you later. I know you do. You fucking have to validate me. Can you stop fucking? <laughs> what'd you say? Wait, what'd you say? She, this girl is, she black as shit. Go ahead, go ahead, say it again. Wait, everybody shush. Because white people love this shit. Because, let me tell you, my mother's just like that. That's black, white, my mother, she, listen, 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 go ahead. I said I see your big ass after the show. That should come with a sitcom song, right? That, that should come with cursing out Mr. Jefferson. Like, motherfucker, I ain't coming shit. Go ahead again. I see you after the show. I see your big ass after the show with some chicken. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, I bet your nipples look like 20-inch dubs. What? <laughs> Somebody, <laughs> I heard, oh, that black ring around the nipple. I'm gonna suck. <laughs> I'm gonna suck your nipple and then twist it like a balloon knot. <laughs> Don't choke on them chicken fingers and talk to me at the same time, nigga. Eat it. <laughs> oh, I love her, and I'm not gonna run out of steam. Ah, oh, she got a lot of energy. Mm. God damn it. Oh, you got four sons? Your pussy ain't shit, bitch. All right, there you go. Patrice O'Neill. That's a little piece of the new album that'll be coming out called Unreleased on August 20th. Uh, yeah, he did crowd work better than almost anybody. I mean, he was so good at it. And you can hear right here. I mean, you can take you can take one little thing and turn it into a 20-minute bit. You know, yeah. from, from somebody. Somebody gave him something in the audience, and he used it for 20 minutes. And it's great. And it's great he does it better than anybody else. And uh, he still missed. Aw. All right, we're gonna move on. Uh, new Beverly Hills Cop movie in development. Really, Eddie yeah, Murphy? How, how do you? Wow. Yeah, Eddie Murphy. How do you feel about this, buddy? The third one was bad. <laughs> I don't even remember it. 
It was the one where he went to fucking like the Disney Disneyland. Not oh yes, 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 yes. What was it called? Um, I forget. Whatever. But uh, Wonderworld. That's what it was called. <laughs> um, yeah, the third one was bad. Uh, they really tried to. The first two were great though. Come on. Oh, the first. Yeah, I mean, dude. There, there are. There's parts of me that say the second was even better than the first, but I won't. I really? Won't, I won't say that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that out loud. But I just did. But whatever. But uh, <laughs> but there, there are parts of the second one that are, are forever etched in my brain more so than the first one. And oh, also too. Speaking of Chris Rock, that was his movie debut. That's right. Beverly Hills Cop Two. That's right. Uh, he played the. Um, he the, played uh, the parking attendant at the parking uh, attendant the Playboy Mansion. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, Eddie Murphy saw Chris Rock perform. Yeah, really late at night at the comic strip, and took a liking to him, and then eventually friggin' flew him out to L.A. to be to have to get this bit part. If you ever get a chance to listen to it, I I I think it was. I want to say it was inside the actor studio, but I don't think that was right. Um, Chris Rock tells a gr- tells a great story about that experience um about him uh acting in that in his first movie and overdoing it and eddie telling him you know kind of bringing him down to earth and stuff it's a great it's a great story i i should wish i could you know i feel like we posted that did we i think somebody made an animation about it and um yes we posted it on laughs that's right that's exactly where we got it from that's great yeah that was a great story i remember that yeah that yeah. was so so fucking cool but anyway uh so new new movie coming out in development what i mean what do you think about it what's going on with this here i mean uh, i think uh, I'll, I'll watch it yeah no i'll <laughs> totally watch it i'll do i'll yeah absolutely i mean that's a great franchise uh you know regardless yeah of i mean they fault. made they they had this pilot over at uh cbs and i thought it was gonna be the obvious i thought they were gonna definitely green light it but mm. they they didn't and then other networks seemed to be interested in it and they passed as well mm-hmm. but um it's kind of weird like they couldn't make a tv show out of it so they're gonna make this huge movie but um i don't know i'm i'm down I'm, yeah, I'm down too. It would be interesting to see though who gets who gets the nod at the helm and who's writing it and you know what kind of Eddie Murphy we get, you know, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Is it going to be rated R? Because if it's rated anything less, it's you know then it's just kind of yeah. Whatever. Will there be talking animals in it? Yeah, good point. Very good point. Alrighty. Um, Transvestites. Tra- <laughs> Time <laughs> to go in there. You, you have sex with one transvestite, and you're paying for it the rest of your life. Uh, Jay Leno likely to stay on M- at NBC. Wait, I'm sorry. Did I did I miss something? Am I reading in a headline from like from like a year and a half ago? What happened? What happened? I mean, uh, basically, I mean, people have been commenting on on the Lapsman story that that we posted. It's it's. You know, they're saying it's history repeating itself, but I honestly don't think he's anything sinister is going to happen. I think, I think NBC basically at the um, at a press event, uh, Bob Greenblatt, who's kind of the the honcho over at 
NBC said, uh, quote, we'd love, we'd love him to stay on NBC in some capacity. Nothing would make us happier than to have him, a la Bob Hope, still be a presence on the network. He has done an incredible job for more than two decades. I take my hat off to him. So I don't know. I think they just want him hanging around. They're going to yeah. probably pay him like a huge like executive salary. Right. And I don't know. He's just going to like... I don't know. Drive his cars on the NBC lot and wear, hang out. Wear denim. <laughs> wear denim. He loves he loves that Canadian tuxedo, man. He fucking <laughs> loves that shit. Uh, I saw a uh, Netflix is running um, the Johnny Carson documentary. I don't know if you've seen that. Oh no, I haven't. Yeah, it's on there now. It's on Netflix. It's it's great. It's phenomenal. It's two hours long. It's really it's really really good. And. Um, that's the one that was on PBS? Yes. yes okay. Yes. Very good. And uh, interesting re- retrospect. Really didn't, you know, didn't get too much into the whole late night wars when back when he was retiring and everything. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you can kind of see why Jay wants to kind of hold on as much as possible just because of the way they kind of treated johnny towards the end you know what i mean it was kind of a really yeah they kind of i mean they really didn't uh i don't know they 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 really didn't they they kind of made him lose his taste for it which is odd but from from what i got from the doc anyway right yeah i have to check it out the my favorite part (laughs) my favorite part was um they had all these people you know talking about how awesome he was and you know his, you know his wives and everything, and like all this shit. And then uh, there's this one guy who was a biographer, uh, who did Johnny's biography, who just painted him the most depressing, like, like just melancholy individual ever. Like he, he just every sentence, every sentence that came out of his mouth was, yep. Johnny was sad. He was always sad. <laughs> he was a sad clown that that he liked no one, and no one liked him. And you were just like, "What? Shut up! Who, who the fuck are you?" He just—it was like this biographer that obviously was just looking for like the terrible parts of a human life. You know what I mean? Right. right. And that's all he focused on. Obviously, in his biography, I bet his biography is just like it just—it just sounds like it's raining the whole time when you're reading it. And you're just like, "Oh, this is stupid. I don't want to feel feelings anymore." You just slitting your wrists reading a biography. Uh, Johnny Carson. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> but uh, but I, I highly suggest the, the documentary. <laughs> yeah, I'll check that it's out. It's good. It is good. Uh, and uh, I, don't, I didn't get this chance to watch this. this is in the next little um, story here. The who's, whose line is it anyway? The, the new uh, adaptation of it already got a second season. I, I haven't seen any of the first season. Have you? Uh, I have, I have not, I have not seen it yet. I've, uh, I've TiVoed, I've TiVoed episodes. You have? Okay, cool. Aisha Tyler's hosting it, right? Yep. And yeah. And the, and all the main guys are back. Colin Mockery, Ryan Stiles, Wayne Brady. Right. And it's already got Um, a second season. So obviously it's doing real well. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. The C it's on the CW now. And, uh, the president Mark Pedowitz said uh, it's clear that viewers are ex- are as excited to have Who's Line back on the air as we are. We have we have wanted to bring comedy back to the CW. That's true. The CW has not really had uh, any comedy. I know, unless you count like Fresh Prince reruns. Oh God, well, that's a good show. 
<laughs> I should start watching that again. Yes, Yo, Uncle really? Phil! Is... <laughs> Did you know Uncle That's Phil was I... the voice of Shredder from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, dude. There you go. There's your fun fact for the day. Wow. So, um, yeah. So, Aisha Tyler will uh, be gainfully employed again. Not that she needs. I mean, she does like 300,000 things. But, um, yeah, it's coming back. Nice, dude. I'm very excited about that. That's cool. I, I, can't, wait to, I can't wait to check this out, uh, the, uh, the new adaptation of it, because Aisha Tyler is awesome and sexy and fucking funny, and I used to love watching the old shows on, uh, when it was on Comedy Central and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, uh, and then finally here, we have uh, Jason Sudeikis officially leaving SNL. Um, he, he kind of where, where did he say this? Didn't he like mention it on a podcast or something? Where, Letterman. I it did. Oh, it was Letterman podcast. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's about right. Good job, Mike. <laughs> um, so yeah, so he said it. He told told everybody on on, uh, on Letterman. Was this a surprise to you? I mean, no, no, it wasn't a surprise. I mean, the way he came out and said it was was kind of surprising. I mean, Fred Armisen already left mm. and. Uh, Bill Hader left earlier this season. I mean, last summer we were talking about Jason Sudeikis possibly leaving last year, and he didn't. So, yeah, I mean, he's he just kind of matter-of-factly, you know, told Letterman that he, he wasn't coming back. Um, so he's done, and actually uh, I wanted to play uh, the audio because I, I find it a, a pretty interesting exchange between Sudeikis and Letterman. How many years have you been uh, uh, regularly employed at Saturday Night Live? Regularly, if you could call it regularly employed, 10 years, 10 years. 10, ten yeah. years, wow. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. <clears throat> and are you, the, uh, are, are, you, are you the dean of the cast uh, there now? Have you the one that's been there the longest? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, Seth, Seth Meyers has been there the longest. He was there about two years before me in the wow, cast. And then, and then Keenan started in the cast mm -hmm. when I started as a writer. Yeah, I wrote for two years and then on camera for eight. And, and how long uh, will a person continue with this, do you suppose? Uh, yeah, a person in general or me specifically? Whatever you like. <laughs> e either way or both. Well, I, I, I mean, a person can go as long as they want. I mean, Lauren's been kicking butt at it for 33 out of the 38 years, you know. Yeah. Um, but me, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely done. I'm, I'm, I've, you're, le you're leaving. Yeah, I'm going to leave. Yeah, I'm not coming back next you fall. You won't be yeah. back in the fall. No, no, no. Now, do, do, do they know that? Well, <laughs> I mean, have you, have you run this by I, someone? I, I, I don't know what kind of ratings you're getting these days, but I mean, you know, I, I, would, I would hope someone would, you know, would, would tell them. At, at oh, you should have called yeah. first. I should have, right? <laughs> yeah. mm. Well, so now, uh, but that's going to be, it doesn't seem weird now because you're on break. It's not weird, no. You'd normally be on break. Absolutely. But now when it's time to go back, it's like going back to school, yeah. you won't be going back. Yeah, you start to get that, that itch probably in, in yeah. August where all these sketch ideas will, will show up and I'll be like, well, can I make this sketch idea last 90 minutes? and turn it into a movie <laughs> probably not <laughs> probably not yeah uh, well so uh, well congratulations Thank on you. a great career over oh, it's there it's been fantastic Thanks. yeah it's been really good for you really really uh it's amazing yeah i was very very lucky all right there you go sudeikis telling letterman he's not returning to saturday night live that is i mean yeah you're right very matter-of-factly you're just kind of like yeah, yeah. No, i'm not gonna be back <laughs> not gonna be back I'm going to go put my pee, pee in Olivia Wilde. Oh, man. What a fucking bastard. <laughs> she is. Uh, oof, oof. I don't know. I find her oddly unattractive. Why? What is I it? I don't know. She's got like she's got like that Siberian husky face. <laughs> you know, 
Like those like crazy blue eyes. Oh. You don't like that? I don't know. No, not really. Oh my god. You're a weirdo, sir. Go you're a your weirdo. You're you're a towel. You're a towel. You can go read your <laughs> book on the park. <laughs> I don't even I don't like uh, this this the the concept of reading a book in the park is cool and it's something I would do and then 10 minutes later I'd be like there are too many fucking bugs out here oh okay see I pictured it like uh like a like a like a field somewhere or like 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 a field where like Andy Dufresne buried some money like one of those fields (laughs) you know what I mean (laughs) like that's where I picture you like sitting on a blanket reading some are those book. places do you think those places are buggy are they buggy i don't know depends what time of year you go <laughs> depends mm. on depends on what you bury <laughs> <laughs> oh son of a bitch i'll i'll figure it out all right man well hey let's uh let's get out of here and do all the plugs and things yeah, thanks guys for uh, tuning in once again. Uh, please, by all means, follow us on the Twitter at LaughSpinCom. We're also on Tumblr and Facebook, of course. And if you want to reach out to me, by all means, do so. Dylan at LaughSpin.com. D-Y-L-A-N at LaughSpin.com. Yes, and uh, you can also check us out, AllThingsComedy.com, and check out some all the other great comedy podcasts as well soundcloud.com we i've been loving going on soundcloud and reading all your comments and and uh yeah you can make right there on the sound file as it happens so we know exactly what you're commenting about you know specifically which is really really cool um been, been loving reading those and uh and and we respond we do we do respond you know when we can and 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 take the uh Take the constructive criticism as well, which I love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you so much for uh, for all of that, and also for my other podcast, Masters of None. Mastersofnone.com is the website, and you can get us on iTunes and all that jazz too. All right, folks, we will see you next week, same time for the Last Spin Podcast. See ya. 